Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, tonight, D-Generation X proudly brings to you the greatest show on earth. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Joe Black, Chris Mindell, the Sons of Slam podcast. song is absolutely not. absolutely not good for you <laughs> this is royalty free music this is not um <laughs> yeah we might get in trouble for this um <laughs> the title of the song is called narco okay and i first heard it when i was sitting with rob at city field watching the mets play this is edwin diaz's entrance music New York really? Mets pitcher Edwin Diaz. Yes, he comes out to this, and now it's been such a big thing there that they now have like Mr. and Mrs. Met come out with like trumpets, and they basically do it to the that's, song. That's cool. So I would never do this because I hate the Mets so much, but I did say I would play this because I actually enjoy this. I enjoy this. I, I do not enjoy the Mets. I, I do not. Either. I do not either. Even though they're doing way better than the Yankees. They are for Stop. now. Depressing for now. For yeah, now. <laughs> Your mouth together. The Mets are doing come October. There you go. Should be fun. One, get their two, hopes down three. right now. Here's my silver train. I speak it every day. I'm trying to get it uh, The same old Mets. Same old Mets. Bring our hopes up and then just crash on down, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. We are back. Sons of slam in your ears. My name is Chris Mindell. That is the Reaper, Mr. Joe Black. How are you, sir? I'm right. I love when anybody can get an Under Ruse reference. Get a what? In their music. Under, under Ruse, yes. Very underrated. It makes me, makes me chuckle. <laughs> so that is that song there. And again, Sons of Slam, we are here. Hit us up on Twitter, Sons of Slam Show on Twitter. Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcast. It's been a week. Literally, it's been a week since we've yeah. been on. Well, two weeks now. Two um, weeks. And in in the span of two weeks, have we missed really much of anything? Wrestling wise, not much. It hasn't been a there big. A, a, a couple new champions. Couple, but it hasn't been a, a couple, big. Couple new champions. Has has not been a big wrestling duo week. 
No, there was just big news last week, I guess. And the which, one big thing this week. Which was? Well, we got, we'll get to the one thing this week. What was the big thing last week? The releases. Ah, more releases. Fun. More releases. Yeah. <laughs> which we did not see coming this time, unfortunately. Uh, no, this, this one we did not see, and this is going to circle back. We're going to circle back to this because there's other things I'd like to discuss really quickly uh, later on uh, about releases and what it is doing to the product again. So, fun. Yeah, agreed. More rants, yes, to, to be had. But uh, who, who do we have here? Aria Davari, Tony Nice, Fandango. Oh. Yeah, that one hit hard. Well, Tyler Breeze also hit hard. So I was going to say Breezango is gone. Breezango is completely done. Yeah. Everrise, which was surprising. I don't understand. They, they, they were start. They they seem to have a, a way of maybe this is just a wrestling business and WWE just is there because it's the biggest one. But it seems to like they 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 pick the ones that they just started like building up. Like Everrise yep. was like the bootleg wish um, website version of Young Bucks. We've discussed yep. this. We've said this before. Um, but I was I was liking their gimmick. I was I was kind of like this is funny. This is kind of like a little quirky thirty second thing to throw in. Like who are you? Why are yeah, you here? It wasn't- Gave you a nice little chuckle, yeah. At a at a certain point throughout the uh, throughout the show, and then gone. Yeah, uh, August Gray. No clue what that is. I think he had a mustache. Okay, good. <laughs> All right, <laughs> we're good on that front. Okay, you got mustaches. Uh, Marina Shafir, mm-hmm. which is the wife of Roger Strong, the leader of the now debuted Diamond Mine. Diamond Mine, which I want to circle back to. Treasure. Killian Dane, which which sucks. Yeah, because I, I, his wife is almost a superhero. Um, we'll get a little circle back brothers. to that. another circle back to that too. Exactly. <laughs> this this entire episode is just going to branch off of this one article. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, see, this is why you're a professional. This is why you lead with this. Exactly. Uh, Kurt Stallion mm-hmm. and Arturo Huas and Tino Sabatelli. What did you say? Like were that? all released by the WWE. Okay. And uh, Sabatelli had actually been released last year from the WWE, then went to go work for AEW, and then got rehired back at the WWE. <laughs> this guy. So, Can't catch a break. Figured that one was coming. But the biggest shock of them all was Kenise Mobley. Kenise Mobley. I don't know if you heard me. Kenise Mobley. Okay, yeah. No, why is that? <laughs> she apparently... Used to be, sorry, mm-hmm. used to be a writer for the Monday Night Raw creative team. And she went on oh, this is the podcast, <laughs> Asian okay. Not Asian, which, <laughs> home run of a title. It really is. <laughs> it's a great title. <laughs> it is an amazing title. And the funny said, the funny thing about that whole title is that they're actually white. It's amazing. Well, they're not Asian. They're right. Asian Not Asian. Right. Yeah. I don't know what that means, but <laughs> at least half of it's correct. So she was a writer for WWE. Yes. yes. She was a writer for WWE. She went on this podcast and said, and I quote, mm. yes, I've j- I, this was a couple weeks ago that she went on this podcast. A very bold statement that she, she made. Said, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes, I've just been hired by WWE. Given the things that you know about me and my entire life and what I'm into, yes, that's surprising. Yes, also a surprise for me. They did not require me to know anything about wrestling, but I do have a background in film production and comedy writing. And they're like, perfect, come on in. Come on in. So I'm on the Monday Night Raw team. 
So there's Monday Night Raw and Friday Night SmackDown, and the people that I know are on it, that I know are on it, are Bobby. His his name is either Bobby Ashley or Bobby Lashley, and I really should know that. He's like the giant black guy, and he and the people who are a part of his crew, I know they call, or at least as as of last year, they call themselves the Hurt Business. Yeah, the Hurt Business. They wear suits, and they're like, we're cool. And fuck that woman. <laughs> I know. Took a dump all over the business. I don't know where you're going with that. Um, yeah, she, she kind of did, but it was just, hey, like, but whose fault is that? Not hers. No, like what, she uh, apparently this, she had uh, tripled her salary from when she was working at a nonprofit organization. So you know what? Good for her. But dummy, uh, yeah. First thing is first thing about shut being on mouth. the raw creative team is you, you don't talk about being on the raw creative team, right? So that's because you get you get out. It's Fight Club. It's Fight Club. You get ousted. Um. Yeah, and, and the 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 ironic thing is that there's articles all over the the interwebs talking about the fact that WWE. Is looking to specifically hire comedy writers. That's another topic for maybe another day, as far as why that's a thing, why that should be a thing, or should not be a thing. But as of right now, July seventh, twenty twenty one, WWE Vince McMahon for both Raw and SmackDown are doing their due diligence in hiring comedy writers. Yeah. So she just lost a, a, a sweet gig for just. Keeping her mouth open and not shut. Yeah, it was uh, it was tough to see. Yeah, not really. <laughs> no, not really. Um, <laughs> None of us care. Um, but it's just it's just weird that that's how she decided that she wanted to go out. <laughs> was maybe she wasn't going out. Maybe that was just she didn't think it was going to be such a big deal for her to kind of say that. But it was stupid. Yeah, she <laughs> just didn't, stupid. She didn't realize how big the internet wrestling community is. Stupid statement. Yeah. It wasn't good. Yeah. What do you got? <laughs> Let's talk about what may be a release uh, this week. Um, some of us just don't know when to drink, when to drive, and when to not do both. Yeah. And then... It seems to be an issue. Then there's in, Jimmy uh, Uso. In society these days. <laughs> it seems to be a very big issue with the Usos. Oh, so... Um, Jimmy Uso. Uso drunk. Uso. Oh. <laughs> wow. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. Damn you, I wish I knew that you were going to do that. Just awesome sweetness, because then I would have had those. Uh, nope, that's not what I wanted. Oh, forget it. Damn it, the moment has passed. The moment has passed. Son of a bitch. There you go. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, so Jimmy Uso uh, arrested on a DUI with a point two oh five live. <laughs> that's why, listen, that's why everybody got released. <laughs> They were making a they were making a totally new show based on Jim Uso and his fucking alcohol habits. Point two zero five. Point two oh five drunk. Live. Thank you. Be hero week. Tip your waiter. Draw the veal. That's all I got. Point Point two oh five. That's insane. I didn't know it was like I didn't know human beings could do that. That's that's that was three, what three is that? like three times, all right? Something like that. A little bit less. Point oh eight times three would be point one eight. Nope. That's more. Point two four is three times. Jeez. So yeah, there you go. So it's, it's like a little, little less. Three times. Little, uh, two and a half times uh, over the. <sighs> it's a lot, 
and this is not the first time. And so now, um, WWE looks to be uh, getting involved now with this, um, as far as uh, on the legal front. Um, they hadn't handed down any decision yet, uh, as far as what they're going to do with him. Uh, he was on this past Friday SmackDown. This happened. I want to say this was Saturday. Is it Saturday or Sunday? Uh, let's see here. I had I had it here Monday. Uh, I don't have the article right in front of me. This was the riveting radio Monday night. Jimmy Monday Uso was arrested night. Monday night. DUI. Uh, released released from jail the next day. Uh, oh boy. And at the time, it was too early to call as far as their reaction. Um, does, it does say that uh, they were up all night uh, rewriting the show. So if there was um, ever a time to get caught for a, DW, a DUI in the WWE, it would have been, you know, when they're rewriting the when show. Rewriting the show on Monday. On. Yeah. <laughs> so that was good. <sighs> Unbelievable. Uh, unreal. So they were rewriting next week's show, actually. Rewriting. Well, this, this Friday coming up. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. It was raw. They were rewriting for next week because they taped it on Tuesday. It happened during the third hour of Raw last night, and they're taping next week's Raw today. That means they yeah. were up all night rewriting the show. Yeah. Look at you. Yeah. See? I do. I read. I do my homework. I'm smart. Sometimes. I'm smart. Um, I'm smart. Yeah. <laughs> the article goes on to say that it doesn't mean... The, the arrest likely didn't make anyone in WWE happy. It doesn't mean that WWE officials have had time to meet over the situation and work out some sort of plan. It's a very fresh scenario as Jimmy Uso found himself drinking and driving once again. And they're sending their best out to Uso. Who's sending their best out to Uso? Uh, uh, Ringside News. Okay. That makes sense. <laughs> Who's okay. sending their WWE best? WWE sending their best out to Uso? That <laughs> WWE is angry. It doesn't sound good, but it doesn't sound bad. Angry and yet sending out their best. Um, not the first time, and uh, this is this is becoming a a recurring issue. Yeah, and let's be real. And the it's only by, reason by the way, he's not immediately released is because of his cousin and the rest of his fucking and the whole family there. Uh, by With the way, all due respect to the head of the table, it's it's because of the head of the table. Well, we acknowledge him on this show. I just you, want to point you, that out. <laughs> Jimmy but, better Jimmy better acknowledge him uh, going forward for life. Uh, this is Jimmy's third DUI arrest. Third. Oh. The second one in 2019. The second one in 2019 was given a not guilty verdict. But this is his third DUI arrest. All right. So it's like two and a half, actually. <laughs> the second one was a not guilty. It wasn't innocent, uh, but it wasn't guilty. There is unanimous concern backstage across the board uh, from staff, WWE staff. Oh, boy. Yeah. That's not good for him. No. That's not good He's for him. He's going to be off of television. That's not good for anybody. Uh, start ramming cars. and It's like bumper cars. Uh, Unless he comes back immediately, which I could see happening. I, I could see him just coming back immediately and them just playing it off like nothing happened. Right. Or him coming back immediately and he gets injured. Work injured. Work injured. Say. Yeah. So that's that also could happen. Unbelievable. Uh, what else you got? Well, on the Friday Night Smackdown front, uh, Smackdown Live. Yes. We'll be headed to the Rolling Loud Music Festival on July 23rd. <laughs> now, now, I'm not going to lie. Please. I'm pretty hyped about that. that. See, I like that they're thinking outside the box now. I like that they're 
hey, listen, and we, I said this to you before we started recording. I think AEW is kind of, I think Tony Khan just likes getting his kicks out of jumping ahead of Vince when it comes to doing things first. Um, this sounds like a, first of all, it sounds like a WCW thing to do. It sounds like a WCW move, um, especially because the entire audience is going to be blazed out of their mind. Blazed. <laughs> Absolutely blazed. And probably, It's called the Rolling Loud Music Festival, which is just a pun for weed. Yes. I don't know. I really hope that they don't know that. I think this is a bad idea. <laughs> really? For them. I think it's a bad idea. Here's here, And here's why. I think It's only a bad idea if the crowd sucks, let's be honest. Well, that's the bad idea because you can have, and, and com- comedians and, and uh, the wrestlers have said stories as far as, you know, as far as you can remember, if you, and you, you can research this, as far as people going into uh, arenas that are not their fans. So yeah. like this is this is not like a WWE event and they just happen to have a music festival going on at the same time. This is a roll this is a rolling what is it? Rolling Rolling Loud. Rolling Loud. This is a music festival that they just happen to have here's a sideshow. It's it's uh Friday Night SmackDown. So it may end poorly. <laughs> or it may just be a, a maybe a, a rowdy crowd. Or a very subdued crowd, <laughs> considering how much they might smoke at that point. Um, yeah, man, <laughs> it's great. Look at that fleece flipping. Um, but yeah, it, it's it, it may end badly. I don't know if it's. Did like, he just say head of the table? I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I want to eat something. Uh, that's going to be interesting. What day is that? Uh, July twenty third. July twenty third. Friday, July twenty third. That's Friday. Yeah. Yeah. That is. Yeah. That's Two weeks. Friday. One. It's not. Not this, not next Friday, the Friday after. Not next Friday, the Friday after. Yes. Yep. There you go. There you go. I'm just happy I have a, a the, your, calendar right behind me. There you go. Um, yeah. So we we shall see what uh what comes of that because that's I I do like the the fact that they're thinking outside the box, especially with getting venues. You know, they're they're getting out on the road, and it's not easy to kind of sell tickets so soon in advance. Like they, mm-hmm. they just announced it. it wasn't like you know the smackdown is, is heading to msg september i think it's september 23rd also it's september 22nd 22nd okay um but that's still a month and a half you know two two months away it's whereas over two months now this is this is happening you know next couple of weeks so they kind of had to pick something that was already made <laughs> that was, was like it raw or smackdown going it was smackdown um is September 10th then? It might be. The 10th or the 24th? Uh, actually, that's you know, the Friday. And the, that's the point I'm trying to make. The, 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 well, September 10th. I'm, I, I have it in front of me, too. I'm a dope. Uh, Friday Night Smackdown, <laughs> September 10th, uh, emanating from MSG. And we'll get to that immediately after I finish my point. Um, well, September 22nd is the one that we're going to do. That's, yeah, that's right. Uh, shout out Arthur Ashe. <laughs> we'll talk about that, too. Um yeah, so th- this is going to be interesting because it's a pre-made event, and you're basically going to something that people are just going to be there anyway. So might as well just have an event there. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I I don't see how that's going to end well, especially if you're going to be in front of people who may, may majority of people may or may not be wrestling fans, and but the majority of people will be high. So yeah, this should be. I'm, I just want to listen to Pat McAfee's uh, puns for be- people being high in the audience. Would he be high while doing this? 
probably. He the, uh, he he cracks me up every Between time. Between you and me, I think he is already. Uh, and every night. Um, I think also the f- one of the funniest things I've ever seen on a commentary table was him yes. on the back of Michael Cole's neck. Yes. <laughs> this past Friday. What are uh, you doing? We're supposed to be at a concert, Cole. <laughs> Rocking out to Boogs, and he's on his—he's on Cole's back. I, you know what? I, I give Cole credit for just allowing this <laughs> to happen. Boogs is getting one of the biggest reasons Boogs, Boogs is getting over now. Granted, it's just between you, me, and pretty much Steven. Those are the only people I really know Boogs is getting over with. Mm. Half of it's got to be due to Pat McAfee. Oh, I'm sure. His, yeah, his reactions to Boogs absolutely are epic every time. <laughs> absolutely, and it is—it it is a good sound with uh, Nakamura's music. Yeah. Um, now with MSG. And SmackDown. Um, they have uh, SmackDown coming, as we just said, September 10th. They're requiring tickets uh, actually going on sale tomorrow, funny enough. Pre-sale tickets starting tomorrow for July 8th at 10 a.m. Uh, pre-sale code social. Um, and then general admission tickets, general public tickets, excuse me, uh, are this Friday, July 9th, 10 a.m. Uh, you are required by MSG in New York to be vaxxed. So if you don't have the kneel and the pain from the arm and all the side effects that everybody bitched about. If you didn't about, have to windmill your arm. If you didn't have to get a shot twice um, or maybe once if you're Johnson & Johnson. Uh, and you don't have They the, are a family company. <laughs> I just want to point to my arm. Like that's all I want to do when I walk in. Just point. Just go like this. Just Two like, fingers. Just like you're a, like the manager. The manager coming out to replace the the pitcher. Yes. This, yeah. Yeah. That's that's my Mike's Mike Celsius pass is me pointing to my arm. How about got that? it. I got it right here. Left hand. <laughs> I got it right here. I got it my right. Left hand right here. I got it my right. Um. Yeah. Bring in the knuckleballer. So you need to be vaxxed heading into uh, MSG for September 10th. And do you have any plans of getting tickets for that? Not really. I okay. should, because that would be a dope show for me to go to. I would love to see Reigns live now in his new role. Um, yeah. And be back in MSG for a reason. And so that would be it. But uh, I don't know. I'm thinking about that it. That would be right before. What's the September pay-per-view? I'm thinking about it. Um, SummerSlam is SummerSlam August. 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 September. Is it one of those weird ones? I'm sure it is. I think it's. I think it's one of those weird ones. It's not a big one. I'm sure it is. Uh, while we're, we're November uh, Survivor Series, Survivor Series, and yes. December is TLC. I know that. Uh, let's see here. So we have Money in the Bank coming up, which we'll talk about uh, that stellar lineup so far. SummerSlam. Uh, Money in the Bank, SummerSlam, Payback, Great balls of fire. Payback, Payback. There you go. Date to be announced, and then Clash of Champions. Clash of Champions is one in October. September, That's right? September, right. Clash of Champions. October, Extreme Rules. November, Survivor Series. Oh, September, Series. Clash of Champions. September, CFC. So when is... And uh, TLC is always December. When is Payback? Payback is, uh, it says August, September. So it could be the end of August, beginning of September, and then Clash of Champions towards the end. Oh, that's stupid. Well, they do that. I mean, you have one at the beginning it's of the month. It's, it's too close. close. <laughs> it's too close. You know what? You know what they're going to do with it this year? They're going to call it SummerSlam Payback. <laughs> They are. <laughs> because it was WrestleMania Backlash, this one's going to be called SummerSlam. They are. And by the way, uh, since since we're on this topic and uh, since we, we like to repeat shit over and over again, can we uh, agree, Vince, that when fans finally come back in the arena next week... Um, to listen. 
to not only yeah, to listen and to stop repeating the same shit over and over again. Uh, I'm just doubling, oh. I'm just doubling up on what I said last week. But you will get booed if you come to. I'll 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 put this statement out there. Mm-hmm. If you come to MSG for that SmackDown, now I know we're talking about Raw because mm-hmm. Raw is the one that's more repetitive. Yes, but if you come to MSG with the SmackDown still being Big E chasing Apollo Cruz, <laughs> that segment's probably going to get booed. I think every segment's going to be booed if it's another repeat of something else. Not for SmackDown. I think <laughs> you, you could do. Now, why is that? Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn at MSG. <laughs> Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn, fifteen. Um, yeah, and we would not be mad at it because no. they throw bangers out every. Time. They do just like they did last this past Friday, um, with the uh, last man standing match. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it, it, it's it's like so we got and, and we'll. But we'll might as well just do it now. I know we have other things to talk about outside the ring. I have a Charlotte Flair thing really quick. But um, last week, since we, were, we weren't on last week, I wanted to mention just really quickly, the only thing on Raw that was worth mentioning was, I don't know if you saw that spot, which they repeated over and over again on this week's Raw, but the match with uh, John Morrison and Ricochet. Yes. And the spot that he that Ricochet did when he, he, he jumped on the top rope and then basically did a crossbody while Morrison yeah. was sitting on the rail behind and then fell I'm sure there were mats there but fell into the Thunderdome and for sure there were mats but that was there. still there, sure, I mean, there better have been because he'd be dead right see, now see that's what's good about that spot is it that was you could such never a good spot you, can, you didn't care if there were mats there right right because that still looked like it hurt like, like hell like he yeah. he bitch slapped him with his body <laughs> like yeah. he just he, he flung um can't pull that off when there's people there no, but but uh, it was still an amazing spot to the point where everybody on the commentator table just stood up and th- their mouths were wide open. Now people start standing up. Pat McAfee starts standing up on his first day. Every other fucking commentator. <laughs> everybody stand likes up to now. copy Pat. Um, so my <laughs> my point being is that you, that that was match one. This week on Raw we had match two with the two of them, and that that and also I ended. Next week is going to be match three. Well, there is a match three. And that's uh, already announced. Yeah, uh, false count anywhere. False count. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That, you know this, here's the thing, though, because I'm you, okay with that. You take that. You say that with Kevin Owens and Zayn that you're okay with that with them doing the same thing, and they've they've fought how many times now? They'll fight till eternity, but you'll get three of Morrison Ricochet, and this is a false count anywhere. I'm actually excited for that match, and I'm excited for the two of them. With that being said, it goes in overtime. It, it should, uh, but. One if it's going to be a double count out. It's it's going to be some su- sort of stupid ending, and it's just we're, we're repeating over and over and over again. We're, I, we're I, doing Lashley interviews. Have... Lashley interviews go on and on and on, and also repeat. He's 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 getting interviewed three times a night. We're releasing wrestlers, and then everybody else has to make up for the fact that there's these gaps because we don't have enough people on staff anymore. Why? <laughs> because even though you're still in the black, and you're you're making profit. You have to like let wrestlers go. All right. A lot of a lot of the storyline should just be three parts. I think a three part storyline would be perfect. Uh, however long you want to extend it, mm-hmm. you can extend it that way. But if it's between three pay per views, mm-hmm. it's a possibility. It's gonna be a longer story. Mm-hmm. But we, I think we at this point, we want longer stories in a sense, but we also don't want it to drag out. See, like the Bobby Lashley storylines. Then you must love AEW's storylines because they drag I do. out. <laughs> they, I do. They drag out for literally years. Like we're on. I know. We're on year 
almost three now of uh, of Hangman Page and uh, Kenny Omega. <laughs> like this is this is now almost culminating into See, what's going to happen. Thing. I don't even I don't even consider that the 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 main storyline. No, no, it's not the main story. Oh, I hear what you're saying. It's not the main one, but I'm saying it is a storyline like that's been Hangman storyline. The main Hangman storyline okay. is Hangman chasing the title. Which right, which took is this is part of it. Three years, exactly. Right, which will probably culminate at All Out, if not full gear right after that. He will be world champion before the year's over. Oh, look at you making bold predictions. There's no other way you can do that. He has to. Is he the next? Well, is he the next one in line? Yeah. Is he? Yeah. AEW. If you look at the way AEW was set up with who they signed and how they signed him, mm-hmm. in the manner in which they signed him, the first we all know the first year was always going to be about Chris Jericho. Mm-hmm. The second year was always going to be about Kenny Omega. But the next person in line is Hangman. Well, the second year was. Moxley, and then now this, and then Omega, and then Omega, you're right. And now it'll be Hangman. So it's got to be a heel face, heel face. Like it just, it seems like it's that's how they're they're playing it out. Yeah. Okay. Should be fun. Speaking of Moxley, really quick, he shaved his head. Did you see that? I did see that. It's a good look. Guy gets a kid and he goes insane. I goes, <laughs> his head. Absolutely insane. I can't sleep anymore. I'm going to shave my head. That's, that's Unbelievable. It. This kid's keeping me up all night, all hours at night. I, I'm shaving my head. I can't wait for someone to post a meme of uh, him. I'm just writing memes on the podcast now. Him and uh, uh, Nick Gage looking at each other like the Spider-Man meme. <laughs> they look exactly the same. They look exactly the same. You want to throw Sam Roberts in there? You throw him in there, too. <laughs> All three of them look exactly the fucking same. Uh, it's unbelievable. Oh, uh, really? <laughs> um, we tried to pay off the Charlotte Flair discussion from two weeks ago regarding the amount of titles. And yeah, I think we settled at 11. 11 uh, or 12. It's, I think it's... I'm going to say 12. Um, All right. But we'll highball it. It's WWE. It's 12. I'm, I'm going to round up to 13. Uh, speaking of which, one of them... And you know what? I just round it up to 15. <laughs> let's, let's just tie her with her dad. <laughs> um, speaking of titles, she lost one of them while moving to Florida. So she moved from... Uh, Kakalaka, North Carolina, North Carolina, to Florida, and she lost her Divas belt in the transition of of, of the move. Uh, she told this to a Week in Geek radio show. Charlotte Flair revealed that the box carrying her Divas championship was misplaced during a move to Florida from North Carolina. Two years ago, or maybe a little over two years ago, I moved back. This is her talking. I moved back from North Carolina to Florida and had the Divas championship packed in a box, and that box is gone. So whoever has it, please give it back or ship it back. That's been the one piece that went missing that I miss. You missed the Divas title? It's a, a special title at this point. I mean, it's. I mean, you can still just buy it. This is true. I'm just going to go on. But it's not hers. According to... That according, was the one that she carried around. Listen, if, if she goes on either Monday or Friday night and goes on the WWEshop.com, she will get a huge deal. Because those nights, forty percent off, forty percent off. Good God, man! Yeah. They twenty they, percent off tees, forty percent off champions. This past Monday, I, they were, this, I get the email. This past Monday, they said uh, <laughs> deals. That's it. <laughs> it was there was no specific number, so it could have been anything. Um, but yeah, if she can or get, get a title, I think that's my one of my next big purchases. Or Vince can just fork over the cash to 
Sign us, right? Yep. Fucking asshole. There you go. No, well, that that too. But I was gonna say give her a title, but yeah. Um Yeah. Just sign just yeah, forget forget her title, sign us. Um yeah, sign us. We want to be champions. <laughs> I'd love to be a champion. Uh, I mentioned that uh or you grew mentioned. up in New York, which is very far away from North Carolina. <laughs> That's how I want to be introduced. I love that he uh oh we'll get to the AEW later. Um Oh, by the way, and we we did. I had this this up uh, as far as points to talk about. I already mentioned as far as the comedy writers, WWE produces hours of TV every week. Doesn't mean everything behind the scenes is 100% pro wrestling related because some members of the writing team have zero background in pro wrestling, as we already mentioned. It was recently brought to the very public light that watching WWE isn't even a qualification for getting the job, <laughs> um, which is me, utterly ridiculous. And that's what we we talked about before, Kenny Smobley. Yeah, just uh, just insane. <laughs> I mean, listen, you, if they can get a job, I can write something funny. Um, uh, see, there you go. There you go. Hilarious. Uh, what else? Uh, oh, before we move on, yeah. Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch got married. Yes, congratulations, Mazel. Mazel, Mazel. Mazel Tov to the two of them, the new married couple and the new family with their daughter, Rue? Yes. Yeah. Something like that. R-E-U-X. Oh, and Cody. Cody and Brandy got Cody and Brandy. first. Baby's just being popped out. And Moxley Everybody's and Renee. Babies. And... Yeah. All coronials. I think that's the Coron- <laughs> Is that the term now? I think so. These coronials. <laughs> well, if you... Mom, Dad, sense. what do we do? Uh, well, we had nothing else better to do during Corona, so we just banged until well, we, we had you. We can only go to Disney so many times. Yeah. Shout out to Rob, who's at Disney right now. Um, let's see here. Uh, I got nothing else. What do you got? I got nothing. Let's talk. To the week. Let's talk SmackDown. Um, Edge, in talk last week, Edge made his return uh, to SmackDown and uh, chased down Reigns. This week he gets on the mic and uh, is basically going after uh, the Universal title at Money in the Bank. Uh, let's see here. We have Big E and speaking of booze, <laughs> this is the moment where uh, Pat sat on Michael Cole's neck. If you have not watched that, please go back and watch it uh, during Shinsuke Nakamura's entrance with Big E and taking on Apollo Crews and Baron Corbin. Um, I know that Baron Corbin, this this whole thing with the lack of, or the loss of the crown and his uh, just depression uh, is leading to a new character. Uh, read is that. it just trying to turn him babyface? I don't know if it's turning him babyface, but I know that what I, what I read it was. I like Baron Corbin now. I mean, I always liked Baron Corbin. No, why is that? Do you, do you have like a kinship with him as far as his no, being I just down and out for the guy? Oh, okay, I got it. You know what I mean? Oh, down on his luck. That's the way that they're making it seem that he's just you know down on his luck. He doesn't really know what to do. Stuff like that. <laughs> he has car repossessed. And the way that Boogs and and Shinsuke are acting towards him. They are acting like the, the assholes. Yeah, they're acting like the assholes. This is a classic Karate Kid storyline. That the good guys, the, yeah, the seemingly now, good guys are the bad guys. The guy, the guy was being a little bit of a bully, but it's only because the other guy, the supposed nice guy, is doing other bad shit to him. Mm-hmm. That's why Cobra Kai is correct. <laughs> if you think back on that movie, though. Ralph Macchio is the villain of that movie. I, That's I'm, what I want I'm to point say- out. See, but he, they antagonized him a little bit. They kind of went after him a little bit. I get that he was kind of like the prick to 
do shit. He stole his girl. In response to, well, she made the choice. He stole his girl. He didn't really like say, "Listen, come with me." Like she made the I choice. Mean, pretty much. Well, no, he didn't. To be he... honest, I haven't seen that movie in at least a decade. Okay. <laughs> they're they're both at fault. He uh, Johnny is a dick towards the girl, and then she turns around and sees this innocent kid who's getting picked on by Cobra Kai. Allegedly, a, a little bit of pick of picking <laughs> on, but then he kind of makes it worse. And exasperates it by like pouring water on him while he's in the toilet <laughs> and doing all this yeah. other shit. Um, anyway, we went on a karate kid tangent. Uh, That's your karate kid talk for the week. <laughs> for the week, we'll get back to it next week. Uh, by the way, do you watch Cobra Kai? No, you're missing out. <laughs> I missed out for 20 years at this point. I'm just uh, no, but it's, it's, it's on Netflix. Go watch Netflix. Stop it. No, I mean, I'm just watching Band of Brothers for the first time. Okay, you're. I missed out on 20 years of that. Jeez. Have some catching I'm up. watching it. You have some catching up to do. Um, yeah, I am. I'm halfway through it, though. That I'm was going into The Sopranos. Did you see the trailer for the new movie? I did. That's why I want to watch it. Looks really good. I want to watch it now. Uh, Get through it. I've got HBO Max now, so I can. Oh, there you go. Go through all that. They got some good shit on there. Um, they that, do. that was a long walk off a short pier just to talk about Baron Corbin. Uh, let's see here. So, <laughs> Baron Corbin and Sopranos. And Sopranos. That's the kind of that's, that you get from that's a, That is a connection that we bring. Uh, let's see here. Bianca Belair uh, challenging Bailey to an I Quit match at uh, Money in the Bank. And seemingly it's a career match for Bailey. Because uh, she said that uh, I might as well quit my career if I can't beat you. Uh, let's see here. She'll just go over to Raw and feud with someone. Yeah, I'm sure that's when uh, when Becky comes back. Uh, let's see here. Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, last man standing, money in the bank, ladder qualifying match. These two, for, for however many times they've they fought, uh, that is something we should probably look up if we can. And we can barely find uh, how many championships Charlotte Flair's won. I don't know if we're going to be able to find this, but... Uh, it's it's got to be like 46 times. Including NXT. I want to know how many times in total. Including NXT and when they came up together in, in Canada. 202 times. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, they probably fought each other once a week for like a year. In a gym in Manitoba yeah. surrounded by snow. No, in Montreal. <laughs> in Quebec. Uh, Owens defeated Zemi. This, Hello. This cat. Uh, Owens defeated Sami Zayn in the last man standing it's match. It's not me. It's not you this time. It was not me. me this time. Keep on blaming me for your change falling and shit. Like, dude, you got a hole in your pocket? No, your cat is just a menace to society. <laughs> My cat's an asshole. Cat <laughs> hole. Um, uh, I, I I thoroughly enjoyed the two of them uh, when they fight because it seems like they're so stiff with everything that they do. Um, that it's it's just it's just impressive to watch and. Uh, I, I actually thought Sami Zayn was gonna was gonna get this with his two haluva kicks at the end there and them dropping each other on the aprons and just absolutely insane. Um, the the spot with the t- two tables that were stacked. Uh, yeah. That, that Owens, I was like, oh man, Kevin's gonna go through. Kevin's this going thing. through, even though because it's always the person that stacks the tables. It's always. It's it's a hundred percent of the time. So he stacks the tables. He wants to do a superplex outside. Zayn blocks it. Um, they that's the one thing that they they do well is that it always circles back like they, it's not like they forget about it they just kind of leave it there until yeah. Owens gets back on the t- on the turnbuckle in that same exact corner and Zane basically just pushes him off and yeah. he flies through two tables and bashes his back of the bashes the back perfect. of his head on one of the tables that basically just 
ricochets on, into his head. See, but I don't know why I like this better with them going this whole conspiracy angle with Sammy because mm. he can now you can do another three weeks of this just by being like now it's um shit I forgot his name no don't pull don't you pull me no I pulled you whatever you can do three <laughs> more weeks because it was just uh you can do fast count this conspiracy just keeps going because of fast count. Mm. The Sami Zayn storyline, if you think about it, has gone on for over a year at this point. It has. So that's good storytelling. As opposed to... I still have yet to see the video. Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre, which is just week by week by week of bad storytelling because it's the exact same thing. It, it is very... I can't really, I can't explain it well. It's, it's very But it's just so repetitive. different. Um, okay. It's repetitive, but it's just completely different types of repeats. Okay. I have no idea what it is, but SmackDown does it better. They're better at storytelling they, than Raw is. They are, even though we see probably the same people. Isn't that weird, though, that SmackDown gives the same, like, the same people each week? But maybe maybe it is. Maybe it's the storytelling that it's better on SmackDown than it is on Raw because it's it's not like they have like tons more wrestlers than Raw does. I think it's the extra hour of Raw. I mean, well, we've been seeing I that think for creative years. panics and they're just like we have to figure something out, and it just gets them every week. Yeah, I think it's been, well we've been saying that for years. It's the amount of of like it just three hours is too long <laughs> for a program any program let alone a weekly episodic show like wrestling where you need to have these writers spit out something new every single week and when i say something new it's just the same old thing except you're doing yeah. you're, except the only thing that's new about the same old thing is the move set in a in a match might be different but it's still the same result it's you still have either some guy's going to pin it cleanly or it's going to be a roll up or disqualification. I mean, that's it's it's either a roll up or a disqualification in WWE. It, nothing else is you know, it doesn't change. Um, and then we that's and that's their excuse to be able to move a storyline further to to extend it is to just basically just have another DQ and and they have to settle it next week. Uh, next week, uh, uh, here's a roll up because he pulled his tights. So now we need uh, you know, to the, the pay per view and that's where we're going to settle the score. Oh wait, there's a. Another pay per view. There's another set of matches after the pay per view that we thought was going to settle everything. Anyway, anyway, I'm sorry. More rants. Uh, then we had Sony, Sony Deville came out, uh, got on mic, and basically introduced the, the newest entrant into the women's Money in the Bank side on SmackDown. Big pop. We have the return of Zelina Vega. Thea is back. She is back. And. Uh, not but a week removed of her husband's firing. Yeah, really. <laughs> She's like, I mean, listen, I'm I, obviously I'm sure they talked and were like, one of us has to make money now, so go get him. Um, and I'm sure she also got uh, a little bump in pay. Uh, I, I yeah, mean, from being fired to being rehired to being rehired, somewhat of a bump <clears throat> in in the <laughs> same year. Um, it's also the She's not in the same year technically. It, that's right. It was let's see. In a year span, I'll say. There you go. Yeah, there you go. In, within a, within a year, yeah. <laughs> within a year. Well, if um, you heard Liv Morgan, she hasn't been on Raw on SmackDown this entire year. 
Well, that is true because she was it on Raw. Absolutely true. <laughs> she got released in November. In November, and she was also that on was Raw. Good. Um, so we got to move, to, move over to SmackDown. Uh, and then Liv Morgan comes and bitches about it to get get a match with uh, Zelina Vega, and surprisingly, she lost. Zelina Vega did. I thought that uh, her return would warrant a win, but that wasn't the case. Uh, they're giving Liv Morgan a little push here since uh, her cohort got released, got future endeavored. Uh, Ruby. And uh, yeah, so Zelina Vega is in the women's money in the bank, but she took the loss on this one. Yeah. Um, I think the women's money in the bank winner is going to be from SmackDown. My two guesses right now are Liv Morgan and Zelina Vega. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Just Liv Morgan is the one that everyone can see right now because she's getting this little bit of a push mm. that would eventually culminate in the win. Zelina Vega, I only say because she had to have gotten some to- some type of comeuppance. Not comeuppance, that's a bad word to use. She had to have gotten some type of good deal when it comes to winning something right. in her in her return. Because mm. it seemed like she was just perfectly okay. She probably still makes more on Twitch than she does in the WWE. Now, is that part of the return deal? Because that's what I was, that was about to say. I, it has to be. I didn't see as far as what. Cause I she, didn't see logistics on it, but yeah. that has to be a huge part of that deal. Mm. There's no way it's not. And if you were to look back on her Twitter... Now, I want to point this out. I did not scroll all the way back on her Twitter, but I did read an article that said she deleted one of her controversial tweets that happened the week after she got released from the WWE. Right. That said three words, and three words only. Mm. I support unionization. Yes, yes. (laughs) And as soon as she got rehired, (laughs) that thing was gone. gone (laughs) Scrubbed. That was gone. Do you not support it anymore, uh, Zelina? I I wonder now that you're rehired. Yeah, I'm sure that's... I would love to say that. I'm I'm currently in a union, so I do support unionization. Don't tweet but about on the it. off chance WWE ever hires me. No, I <laughs> I do not support unionizing. <laughs> Just don't tweet about it. Um, exactly. I I I, I want to also. I was as soon as I was I watched this match. I thought of you in the, this next question if otis won the money in the bank in the character that he has now would he have still held on to it yes yeah absolutely yeah he's like he's getting like the push of a lifetime now like he's yeah. squashed even though he got the push of a lifetime first yeah and then lo- and well, then that got squashed but now he's getting that seemed like a, that seemed I like a mistake this character is more relatable this character is more relatable and makes more sense for him being a big guy but I think that at that time when he won the money in the bank was kind of a happy mistake for him because it was more so, I mean, that was during the Heyman era also that he was still in charge and he wanted all these guys, these new guys basically to come up, which was still, in my opinion, the best idea that you could have possibly done is, wait a minute, we have other guys here that actually can wrestle. Let me see. So we have Andrade and we have Ricochet and you want to put up uh, Angel Garza and... Uh, whoever else here, Otis, you want to ha- put the money in the bank on him? Great, do it. Fine. Let's let's see. Throw shit at the wall and see what sticks. And if it's something that's good, great. But it's it is hard to to uh, to tell what's good or bad because there's nobody there in the arena. So you can't really 
get a gauge as to what works and what doesn't. But you, the only thing that you, they can go by is online talk about it. And really, when he won the, the, the briefcase, it wasn't like there was an outcry of what the hell is this. It was more so like, okay, I, I mean, we'll try and see what happens. I think more of the outcry was that they're trying to get it off of him. <laughs> and they had this yeah. this fugazi uh, match with the Miz. So if he, oh, again, all that to say uh, is that if he ha- if he had it now and he with this character, he absolutely squashed Angela Dawkins <laughs> this past Friday. Yeah. Um, so it, it, no, I, I just thought it was, it was funny that now that he's got this this new character and the shaved beard and he's more serious with uh, Alpha Academy, that uh, I, I could see him being a champion at some point with this this character. Absolutely. Um, I think he should be in line for. An, I think he is in line for an intercontinental championship. Well, he's got to reign at some point. He's got to wait till uh, Big E takes it off of uh, Apollo. I feel like Big E could win the Money in the Bank and then go to Raw. Oh, I think. By the way, that's coming up soon. I mean, I'll I'll, I'll get into it if you want me to. No, you should because uh, I did hear about it. But the draft is coming up soon. It is. But even with the draft, the money in the bank briefcase can go anywhere if you really. This is very true. So there's one of two scenarios I would do. Mm -hmm. You have Big E win the money in the bank briefcase earlier on in the night. Okay. Towards the end of the night, probably the co-main event. You have Kofi Kofi Kingston beat Mm -hmm. Bobby Lashley. And then when Kofi is celebrating, Biggie comes out. He won. <laughs> I got. He's got the he's got the briefcase. Kofi's got the title. They're all happy. And then he turns on them. And it would be the he would be one of the he would be the heel on Raw. That's got one possibility to do it. That's a that's a really good way of doing it. Also, um, uh, with people there now. So there would, exactly. there'll be people there. There'll be it would a, have that a, shock factor, an amazing turn, yeah. huge pop. Yeah. The only other outcome I have for the Money in the Bank is Drew McIntyre, and I think that's where it's going, and I'm really going to be upset about it. <laughs> I, I I feel like um, not that I feel like Rain no Reigns, uh, not that I feel like Drew McIntyre is in the Roman Reigns category yet, as far as kind of getting pushed down our throats, but it's almost there. And I think it is. I, I, okay, so it's and some people like yourself, and m- most people will say that it's already there. So, at what point do we pull the trigger and say, "Listen, you know what? We got to move on." He shouldn't yeah. win the. He, sh- he should not win the money in the bank. It should no. be somebody else. Yeah. Um, it, it'd be <laughs> it'd be sweet irony if you can get Otis in the, in the and win it again. Just get it back. That'd be great. <laughs> um, first first ever to do it uh, twice in a row. Um. Yeah, so it's it's just it, it, enough is enough. Like you can have other storylines. I, I don't know if this is what they're trying to do to prep him for something else. Is a storyline with Jinder Mahal that they have on Monday nights, which was so weird. Um, the mat the match was was okay that they had, and we'll really get get into that. We should probably wrap this up at SmackDown, but um, it, it's time for him to move on. I think um, as you so eloquently put it just it's it is time uh jimmy uso at the end uh throughout the entirety of the show basically called out edge and uh got his ass kicked by edge and then he was so depressed that he went to go drink uh oh wow. ooh. Oof, that was just ooh. too soon come on man 
That hits me. God damn. Jesus. Too <sighs> soon, brother. Stop drinking, Jimmy. Oh. Stop drinking, Jimmy. That's all I got to say. Stop it. Just, yeah. Just stop. Cut it out. Just cut it out. Stop with the shenanigans. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> stop drinking. Come on, Oose. Yeah, Oose. There you go. Um, so, yeah. So, there's that. And so, we have Edge versus Reigns at uh, Money in the Bank. There's that. Now, um, let's go really nothing as far as raw goes other than the fact that uh <sighs> i did I, I will say just just really quickly because i i did pop hard when this happened so miss tv basically has you know the segment where they use introducing uh drew mcintyre and then every single raw participant of the money in the bank came out uh and then riddle comes out and he gets on top of the ladder he goes i'm high I I did pop hard on that. I I thought Riddle was, is the best thing about Monday Night Raw. He's he, he's really the the only good thing about Raw right now, and that's yeah. that's a shame because there's so much talent. And I'm looking at a picture of Riddle on top of the ladder, about to get pushed off by Omos, um, and land and land on his ankle, his bad air quote bad ankle. And I'm looking at this picture, and Ricochet and AJ Styles are in this picture, and they're probably two of the best wrestlers on the planet. And Riddle is the one that's probably the best thing about Raw right now. Um, yeah, and Ricochet. And, and and well, I'm 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 so scared. I'm. So, I'll just put it out there. Those, can you, that's my two predictions for. That's who I think should win the Money in the Bank briefcase. Is Rid- either Riddle, Riddle or Ricochet. Ricochet. Can you please hold me because I I need to be cuddled. I'm gonna I'm I'm trying to. I'm gonna I mean I know for a fact that at some point Ricochet is gonna get this yanked from him, and I don't want to put my. F- feet to i'm just putting a toe in in the water i don't want to get my whole body submerged in because then it'd be like okay ricochet is doing great and then he's just gonna get squashed and and that's gonna be the end of his storyline so i i need you to hold me when i inevitably see that he's gonna end up with you know impact wrestling or AEW at some point um awesome (laughs) AEW would be amazing uh let's see here Speaking of which, now Morrison and Ricochet, the 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 best part of this match was, I mean, the the, the match was really good. I don't like that uh, the Miz keeps getting involved with this whole thing. I think the ending was stupid that he couldn't get to the ring in time uh, because he had he was in his wheelchair, was blocking him from crawling to the ring. But there was that spot at the end that he basically just did a tumble on to John Morrison. Morrison was on the on the the edge of the the ring apron, was on the ring apron. Ricochet bounced off. Did a uh, like a cro- another cross body on top of him, and somehow did like a seven twenty, and ended up on his own back, um, yeah, and landed ridiculous. landed hard, uh, and then that's how he lost the match. But the match match was really good, and again, probably the only thing I'm going to be looking forward to uh, next week was is their their match part three. Um, let's get to they had a six woman uh, tag match. Uh, just huge waste of of talents in this. But I will say that now that Nikki Cross now goes by Nikki Ash, and that's A period, S period, H period. Yeah. Almost superhero. Yeah. She is, God bless her, and I apologize, and, and you're, you're getting paid. I'm not Nikki. But you're, she's so horrible on the mic <laughs> that it just, it, it's, it's painful to watch her segments. And At least Gregory Helms' superhero gimmick, he was good on the microphone. He was great on the microphone. It was corny, but it was good. Absolutely. You know what you're getting yourself into. And she is so proud of this character that she made herself. This is She is taking full responsibility of this. And Vince McMahon said, you know what? Go. <laughs> do and, and credit to him 
for it, you saying she wears you know the make a wish colors it doesn't help either <laughs> is that what they they are I don't know, but it kind of looks like the Make a Wish color. Very funny. It's just blue and white. I just, I just find it funny. I find it funny, and I and I and uh, and I kind of ironic that McMahon let her go with this and say, "Listen, do do what you got to do," um, and gave her this this free reign to make this character up. But it's just so painful to watch. And that meme that you sent, I think it was two weeks ago, of McMahon in the '90s saying, "We don't want to insult your intelligence," and then there's a picture of Nikki Cross on the bottom of it. Yeah. It's just. <laughs> it's just it just really so between that it's hard to watch it is hard to watch so between that between Alexa Bliss screaming at Eva Marie uh, I'm okay with that scaring her well <laughs> okay um, and then Reginald getting into some sort of weird trance before Alexa Bliss gets her ass kicked again I'm okay with that I just, I just it, this is just what you're, you're really I'm because I'm, I'm not it just seems like it's I'm okay with the horror gimmick because it's it's continuing the 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 fiend storyline without the fiend having to be there. Uh, he needs to come back. He does need to come back. I, 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 I know he needs his time and take all the time you need because I know it's it's hard to lose somebody. But geez, it's the the character. I, I don't. Know, it just seems to be like. I don't know. I love her. I just feel like it's it's kind of floundering a little bit. That's just me. Yeah. Uh, I don't. Know. Um, Speaking of floundering, I don't know how this, this came to be, but you have two outstanding wrestlers in Mustafa Ali and Mansoor have a two-minute match. Uh, okay, that's fine, all well and good. Uh, Mustafa beat Mansoor, who had a like a 2,000 win streak, um, and all of a sudden yeah. he comes comes to Raw and he's like he, he's a jobber. Go figure. Yeah. Go figure. He, he knew that was gonna happen. He he, he somehow he somehow forgot how to win. Um, I feel like they're going back to Saudi Arabia soon with the amount of. And then he'll win over there. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, Never went over there. Actually, you know what? I take that back. I don't think they're going back to Saudi Arabia for a long time. They're gonna ha- they're gonna give Monster the Daniel Ryan treatment. He's gonna lose, 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 and then get that big pop when it, when they're back in the kingdom. <laughs> Listen, with with COVID, it's not happening this year. Thank God. I could no, do I could do without a year of Super Showdown. Please let me just. I've never. Uh, I've yet year. to see. A second. That's right. A second year. Thank you. A second year. I, I can do with. Hallelujah. I can do with more years. Keep, We're gonna have fucking ten more years. Keep of it that, going without Super Showdown. That's fine. It, I have yet to see a good Super Showdown. There's there has not been one good one, and they replayed on the on the, the network the other day the uh, last ride episode with Goldberg. Man, that just looks like if you if you planned on botching a move, then do this. It's even worse than just you planning to to botch a move. It was just yeah. so awful. Uh, Goldberg's the worst. Um, Jinder Mahal, who came in on a motorcycle, and his whole reasoning for having a match with Drew McIntyre is basically because he didn't text him back. Okay, um, so they they had a really good he didn't match. Text me back, bro. We're gonna fight. we're gonna fight now. Okay. Um, so he uh, they, the two of them have a, a really good match. Um, actually, had McIntyre at one point mocking uh, Jinder Mahal with a three MB uh, guitar moves. Um, which that was awesome. I thought I thought was funny. Um, now, where's Heath? That's all I want to know. <laughs> he's with his kids, and they can't make mention to Heath Slater either. Did you re- Did you realize that? Yeah, yeah. There was not one mention no. to Heath Slater. How are they going to mention him? Yeah, and remember, and remember their buddy Heath. No, it puts it doesn't put him over. It buries him without him even being on the television show. I think it buries him more that they didn't mention him. It's more of a slap in the face. Your three MB with no. there's only two of you. Where's the third one? Who's who's the third? I I, I'm a new of, I'm a new fan. I want to know what the storylines are. What's what's I think going it's on? More of a slap in the face if they mention him, but just be like, oh yeah, that guy. But yeah, why do they call three MB when there's only two of them? 
That's true. Who's the third member? Who's the third member? Nobody I knows. Know. Nobody knows. Just like nobody knew uh, uh, Piper Niven's name before the announced team and mentioned it, or before Eva Marie gave her. I don't. I don't understand. That. I and I don't. I, again, I'm I, speaking of repeating uh, ourselves. I don't understand. You're in the same company. You can't know who this person is. Like all of a sudden, they came off the streets. Like, like who is this person? Who this this wrestler when when she debuted? Who the hell is this per- person? You can't mention the fact that NXT is actual thing, let alone NXT UK. I know that it's not like the biggest product on your your brand, in your WWE brand. But come on, <laughs> I mean, it's this, ridiculous. It, it's, it's utterly it's, stupid. It's just stupid. Um, listen, if if it was someone on AEW Dark or or whatever you know minor league brand they would have, and they they were brought over, then yeah, they would. I'm I'm sure Excalibur Excalibur pulls things out of his ass as far as it, facts go. Any factoid that he knows will pull it out of his ass. But you know, as far as him being some, somewhere in, came came from Japan and this other organization that's not even associated with AEW, and he's wrestling's reign man. He really is. <laughs> he really is just all knowing. Um, Jinder Mahal it, it ends up in the Speaking of which, ends in the DQ because uh, Mahal's uh, cronies, uh, Veer and Shanky, <laughs> um, sounds like a comedy duo, uh, came in, basically kicked him, Drew's ass. Costello. <laughs> kicked Drew's ass. And then he took, the Jinder Mahal took his sword. Um, the, suit, the sword that was made from the tooth of the Loch Ness. The tooth monster of the Loch Ness monster. Granny, his great granny McIntyre went in. That was a very bare hands. in depth storytelling. That's like the second, I, second time he's done that. Here's the problem. Mm. I was okay with it. I don't know why. <laughs> because it was, it, I was intrigued. You know why? You know why? Because it's something original on Raw. <laughs> and, exactly. And it's something that we haven't seen or heard before, and Drew's coming out of his ass, his ass, with just a story that makes absolutely no sense. But you know what? I'm going to believe you that this came from the tooth of a fictional beast, <laughs> and so be it. I'll take it. Uh, so now Jinder Mahal has this long-ass sword. Uh, let's see. Lucha House Party making their return. Oh, look who's back. Mason T-Bar. Came coming out of nowhere, um, and losing jobbers, uh, and then Riddle and uh, AJ Styles had their match. And uh, speaking of coming out of nowhere, the uh, Viking Raiders <laughs> came out, literally popped up out of nowhere. What They're are we going to win the titles? What are we doing? They're going to win the titles. That, that's all well and good, but why are they just having them just linger behind the uh, the barricade? I don't know. Mind games. <laughs> okay, sure. Mind games. Uh, it's riddle defeated. But see, this is this is what uh, I, I'm not that mad at it because it's something new. That's fine. That's AJ fine. and Omos have had how many title defenses since they won the titles? I think one. Exactly <laughs> one or two. When did they win the titles? At WrestleMania. WrestleMania. That was April. Yeah. Un- unbelievable. Ridiculous. Styles, style. I'm telling you, Styles is he's he must have such pull uh, backstage. Um, Jackson Riker and R Truth, uh, and an R Truth are still on the on the brand, uh, taking on Cedric Alexander and Elias. Uh, speaking of continuation of storylines, they had the, the that sad, storyline should have ended with that strap match. This uh, right, and the stat, the saddest part of this whole thing is that Akira Tozawa came out with the belt. R Truth is you know all. Encompassed with uh, trying to get this this belt back, and in the stream of wrestlers who were chasing after Akira with this belt, Shelton Benjamin. Why? Why? Why did you bring up her business for him now to be part of this? Now he's chasing the twenty four seven title. Seriously, that's unbelievable. <sighs> yeah, 
I'm telling you, future that that line of whoever whoever's in that line, I'm sure they're like. First of all, I'm sure they hear the story like when they get to the, the arena and they're like, "Really, I'm doing this shit." And then and the second thought in their mind is like, "I'm going to get future endeavored." This is like the this this path, this line of parading wrestlers that chase after this, all future endeavored. It's a good thing about currently holding the title. You can't future endeavor <laughs> a champ. You can't. While while you are holding the title, they can't mm-hmm. future endeavor you. You care about never lose that belt. Akira um, gets fired and he takes the twenty four seven title, drops it in a trash can. <laughs> <laughs> a la Lundra. Uh and then the main event with Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods defeating Bobby Lashley and returning MVP. Uh I actually kind of enjoyed the fact that he came he's he's back. Um, yeah, MVP is, but uh, Kofi getting the push here again. So, listen, I, I would, I would be down for your. You should be, you should be a writer because I am down for that storyline of Kofi winning the belt and then Biggie coming in and just turning. Yeah, and on New Day is pretty good, but it wouldn't happen. No, it the simple fact of I don't think at the Money in the Bank pay per view the two title matches are going to go last. Hmm. I think one title match might go last. If if there were to be a title match that went last, it would be Roman Reigns and Edge. Oh sure. But that's where it gets a little tricky but because see, the Money in the Bank pay per view, so Money in the Bank should be last. Go last, right? You book you you would bookend it with. But knowing with Money in the Bank, but knowing that, matches. no, if you're gonna pull out that storyline, then you have to rearrange things. Yeah, have the Money in the Bank like yeah. have Money in the Bank be first. The way that the the women's uh, Money in the Bank did it a couple years ago with Bailey, right? When she won the match earlier in the day and then immediately cashed it in on Charlotte and won the SmackDown title, right? It's perfect. Yeah, just do that with the WWE title. Biggie's your new champ. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, moving right along with AE Dubs, and uh, last week, this week, so this week uh, tonight will be the first. Uh, as we record, uh, the first live on the road in front of fans. It's a lot to say. There you go. Dynamite. Uh, there you go. Since the pandemic. Um, March 11th, 2020. So Daly's Place has been, and they're they're going back to Daly's Place in a couple of weeks. But uh, yeah, yeah. This this actually is Daly's Place has been their home since. The debut, debut of of Brody Lee and Matt Hardy and Matt Hardy, yeah, yeah, that's that was right. The very first week, that's right. Well, and which is funny because that first week and then three weeks after they were in Atlanta when they were when they were uh, filming at the factory, right. That's it. Yeah, this is uh, the factory before the factory. Was the factory, the factory. <laughs> was an actual factory. Uh they had Young Bucks taking on uh, Eddie Kingston and Penta El Zero Miedo. Uh, and bravo. I just want to say bravo for one thing. Great mustaches. <laughs> the I, entire elite I, had I, yes. impeccable facial hair. I, I do like the, the you call it like Fu Manchu. The, uh, the one that Nick had? Yeah. 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 And the, the porn stashes on pretty much all of Elite now. Yeah. Uh, uh, all the, all the Kenny t- Omega looks like the title uh, holders. 2002, 2004, Triple H. Triple H. I, I love the, the, the meme with the... Evolution Triple H. That's what I want to say. The Wish version of Triple H. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, which is, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's funny in just in looking at it, but Kenny Omega is, I mean, 
he's he's so good. I, I wouldn't say he's he's better than Triple H, but they're they're maybe it's a nod to CM Punk. Maybe Punk's coming back. <laughs> okay. That's not I don't know. That's not happening at all. It was a shot in the dark. Um it says here the Bucks debuted facial hair. Uh and it it was quickly pointed out by Tony Tony Schiavone. Uh and the, the winner of this match would uh uh, well, winner, winners of the match being Kingston and Miero uh, get a uh, title shot uh, against the Young Bucks, and they did win. And of course, the Good Brothers come in they, again. If if you can have a bottle of tequila next year or a bottle of whiskey, and every time there's a run in at the end of the match, take a shot. You will be yeah. you will be screwed up halfway through. Because um, as as, as much as as much as uh, WWE do, does repeats. AEW does run-ins. Run-ins. <laughs> they are notorious. It's different every time. But it's still a run-in. It's a, it could be a different person, but it's still a run-in. You have got to watch BTE. <laughs> you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to watch it immediately after we record. I'm going to watch an episode, and I will text you later. And I'll be like, watch this past episode. Okay. Because I will tell you this right now. Mm. The amount of puns, the amount of callbacks... That Carl Anderson makes to cheating, oh, is so fucking funny. Is he still married? Yeah, yes. To his hot, but, hot Asian you know wife. I'm I'm just gonna say the joke right now because I really don't care that you haven't watched this. But I'll, I'll watch it anyway. It doesn't matter. He goes, he goes. You know why we didn't win? Because we didn't cheat, guys. We gotta <laughs> cheat if we're gonna win. Why is everybody not like cheating? <laughs> it's great. It's funny because he cheated on his wife. Um. That's his hot Asian wife. His hot Asian wife. That's not funny, but the the fact that he's pointing it out is funny. That's funny. That's funny. Hot Asian wife. Um, <laughs> see, uh, they, they show Christian Cage talking to Jungle Boy about uh, beating, almost beating Kenny Omega the previous week. Um, Does Jungle Boy have the second catchiest tune in AEW behind Judas? Oh yeah, that's right, Judas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Although, yeah, it's like it's like one and one yeah. a, because <laughs> I yeah. I will I I now pop hard to the point where now I'm I'm just gonna admit this because what the hell? But uh, at the gym when I work out, it's on my it's on yeah. my soundtrack. Uh, Tarzan boys now. <laughs> so I literally go from I'll go from hip hop and R and B to whatever else I'm listening to to Tarzan boy, and it's just very weird to have that on there. Yeah. I it's it's been on my playlist ever since first time I heard it. Oh, uh, first time I heard it, I put it right on my playlist. It's it's very just very catchy. Yeah. Uh, Tony's he's gonna be the next. He's he's in line. Uh, Jungle not, Boy. Not now. I'm gonna say like two, three years maybe. I was gonna say like, well, he's in line. He's in line for the world title. Uh, there's a lot of people in line, but yeah, I, I mean, as far as like people who are actually gonna win it. All right. Well, let's put it like this. Who do you think wins the world title first, MJF or Jungle Boy? Uh, MJF. Okay. I'm saying yeah. if you're gonna go in in like sequential order here, as far as heels and faces, you have yeah. Hangman Page winning it next. Then MJF can take it off of him, and then Jungle Boy can take it off him. There you go. I wrote that. I just wrote your, th- your next three years of uh, of planning there. Now, when I hear that and I see the screen, I immediately pop. Like I'm popping right now. I'm in the I chair. got a smile on my face. <laughs> And then sitting in my my start place, singing to it too. Singing in my ha- sitting in my house by myself, and then this part comes on. That's enough. Um, such a I good love song. when Marco comes out. And just... 
Come on, guys. Little uh, that little uh, shit. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, um, uh, they actually had uh, Shivani interview Ethan Page and uh, with Scorpio Sky. And uh, I, I, speaking of people good on a mic, Ethan Page is really good on a mic. And yeah. he, he can definitely talk. And then Darby Allen, uh, Sting comes out. His music hits. Sting comes out. And is has a uh, wooden coffin and uh, pal, pops out uh, Darby Allen after his vignette, and uh, goes to basically just kill everybody in the ring, um, and then he gives uh, uh, Ethan Page gives the the edict basically you couldn't beat me a hundred percent so the match is off. <laughs> it's, like, it's like it's done. That's it. You couldn't beat me at a hundred percent so the match is off. If you sign something in writing and don't touch me, maybe I'll allow the match to be held at Fighter Fest. So guess what, folks? We're we're gonna have a match at Fighter Fest. Uh, okay with that. The aforementioned Jungle Boy taking on Jack Evans from TH2. Uh, they kept typing that it's going to be the he'll be the first person in AEW to win 50, 50, to have 50 wins. So, of course, imagine I was that fiftieth win. <laughs> imagine if he lost that. <laughs> like, oh, I yeah. guess we have to wait till next week. It's like, oh, next time, Jack. Thank, thanks, thanks, Jack. Jerk. Uh, He's eventually going to go by Jungle Boy Jack Perry. I we th- just know that. I think, uh, yeah. You have to make mention to it. Like, at one point, you have to make Well, he had his whole damn... This is the son of Luke Perry. I mean, like, last week, he had, his whole, to... he had his whole damn family out last week. He had his mom and, and sister. And out, but um, they never mentioned, hey, this just so happens to be, oh, Luke Perry's widow and his daughter. Oh, yeah. But they did mention Luke Perry, though. In the ring. Did they? I yeah, they, they, they mentioned it. Luke, yeah. I missed it. They did. They said Luke. Right. I take that back. Yeah, no, it's all right. It's all right. They, did, they, they mentioned it one time. They did say Luke. Um... So he he gets his fiftieth win. So congratulations to him, uh, Andrade El Idolo. Uh, was <laughs> thank you. Uh, was interviewed by Alex. I can never get his last name. Alex Marvez. No. Alex Abrahantes. Abrahantes. There you go. Thank you. I was gonna say Abrahantes. Uh, let's see here. Uh, so he'll fight Matt Seidel tonight. So Andrade's yes. fighting tonight. First first match is tonight. At Road Rager. Road Rager. What a college thing to fucking call that. I In Miami. I feel about the, <laughs> A-W. the name. Uh, let's see. Tony Giovanni interviewing uh, Triple H Light, Kenny Omega, in the ring. And then uh, Evil Uno and Dark Order come out to interrupt. I, I did like the dynamic here because Omega's basically saying that uh, oh, Evil Uno's on the mic talking as far as having a, a match with him and Omega's like you're not even ranked it's like it's not your turn and he's like oh no I know but then the whole crowd starts chanting hangman um, so I like that they basically came out to represent him even though hangman later on in the night did not appreciate that uh, Miro and Brian Pillman uh, going at it and Miro is uh, is 10-0 10-0 really 10-0 yeah this year uh, calendar his AEW single record, his singles record is ten and zero. His altogether singles record is ten and zero. Yeah, he's undefeated for so him. I know what his record was with uh, with uh, Kip, but his singles record is. Um, there was a couple losses. I'm there. sure there was, but he's ten and zero and the champion, and he still retains. Uh, let's see, Alex Marvez interviewing Dark Order, and Adam Page is back there. He's basically saying, uh, "What the hell are you doing? I can do this by myself." Uh, and uh, it's, it was Alex Reynolds saying, "Adam, you waited long enough. This is your time." I, I like that Dark yeah. Order like hype, hypes him up. Um, I do see that that ending brutally bad though. <laughs> if uh, it's if Page basically just turns him down and turns on him, and 
Um, he had an interesting part with the Young Bucks in, in BTE this past week. I will watch. Just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Just saying. Saying, not saying. Uh, saying. T- it's Team Taz, basically, they're dwindling down because every time they have an interview, it's just, it's <laughs> unless people are, are in the room. But the good thing about it is we will be getting an FTW championship match. Yes, with? Finally. With? Brian Cage will defend it against Powerhouse Hobbs, I think. Uh, yeah. Ricky, Ricky no, Starks. Rick, I'm sorry, Ricky Starks. Is the return, the return of Ricky Starks. The return of medically of cleared Ricky Starks. Broken I don't neck. Think, broken neck, Ricky Starks. I don't think it's going to end up being Ricky Starks. I think Ricky's still going to be hurt. E- either way, though, whoever it will be, Powerhouse Hobbs. Okay, you have him train to face Ricky Starks, and all of a sudden you get the powerhouse. Either way, Brian Cage is out. Yeah, I've seen Taz. Okay. And he will no longer be FTW champion, and, and, which I'm happy about. And you're, you're saying he's going to drop it. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think he's going to drop it. In, I think it's time. In what, it's it's probably, either that or he goes off and keeps that championship, but he defends it against other people. He should defend it. It needs to be defended, I think, is the point I'm trying to make. I think. Well, it needs to be defended, but it needs to be defended by somebody who is in Team Taz. It only makes sense. I mean, it's it's Taz's belt, so you have to have somebody that's actually That's all fine it. and good. If it, you want to keep it with Taz, that's all fine. But it has to be powerhouse but, hops. Yeah, saying. but defend it. And right. then if someone's eventually, you know, starting to come in and it's like, you know what, I like that guy. Hook. Come on. Hook. Have Hook win the FTW title. It's his fucking son, goddammit. <laughs> yeah, Hook. Um, so yeah, it's uh, July 14th, Dynamite, and he'll be fighting, uh, it says Ricky Starks. Uh, Britt Baker and Rebel taking on Nyla Rose and Vicky Guerrero, which, okay. I, I, this was just basically just a setup for Nyla Rose and, and Britt Baker. Um, Do you I, remember the last time we saw Vicky Guerrero in a wrestling ring? Could have taken a take her to leave us uh, in a wrestling ring. It had to be WWE. Yeah, you remember what it was? Well, her when she faced off against like that. That wasn't in the ring though. Talk about against, didn't it end up in the in the pool? It ended up. Oh, did it start in the ring? I thought it started in the ring. It might have just been in the pool. Now that I think about it, so it was based. So we're we're talking about uh, Vicky Guerrero against Stephanie McMahon. Stephanie McMahon. Yes. And in the pool of mud. In the pool of mud. That's how she out. I'm she, pretty sure it was the punishment was you get thrown in the pool of mud. I thought that's how you lost. Yeah. So I don't think it started. Like okay. the whole thing was in the mud. Okay. That's true. All right. So then the, her her final farewell WWE match was in a pool of mud, <laughs> and uh, that's how you, that's how she went out. Yeah. Um, I do like. I, I I did kind of go like what when uh so Baker gave her the uh, the lockjaw, Vicky Grill. And she tapped out like almost almost immediately, and then like thirty seconds later, she like popped right up, <laughs> like I, I'm I'm done with this finish move. I'm getting up, uh, yeah. and then Nyla Rose power bombing uh, Britt Baker uh, into the table that was outside. So we're gonna have that match. And Britt Baker seems to be like, I guess a face now. I think it was. I I think they did that preemptively because they knew she would have gotten cheered. Did what? From, did what? Preemptively? From fans on the road. Did what? Turned her face. Oh, got it. Okay. I think they they purposely put her in a in a storyline with Nyla mm. to turn her face because she's going to get popped on the road. Much like her bow. Uh, exactly. Got such a pop of freaking uh, bat, uh, Great American Bash. But he's like a tweener at this point. He is a tweener. He, he's got heel heel tactics with with face mentality. With love. Uh, and then the main event, man, which was. For the first time ever, uh, Sammy Guevara taking on MJF, and MJF could wrestle. 
Yeah. Uh, if we f- keep forgetting that because all he does is talk, <laughs> but he can wrestle. Um, the amount He's of the pre- he is the pride of Creator Pro in Long Island, New York. There you go. Um, I, I do like when guys like the two of them will just do hold after hold after hold and do counters because everybody bitches and moans that it's nothing but spot wrestling, which yeah. technically at the end of this match or towards the end of the match kind of became <laughs> what yeah. what they were ironically going against in the beginning of the match. Um, but just near fall after near fall. And if you haven't seen this match, uh, it, it, and that's at one point fans chanting, this is awesome. And it, they were right. The, the match, even with knowing how AEW does things with spot wrestling, when, when if you're not familiar uh, spot wrestling is basically just these over-the-top moves that should probably be a finish. Yeah. Um, in any other match would be a finish, but in a match like this, it, it ends up being like a regular move, but it's so over-the-top that fans will just pop hard for it, and then somebody will still kick out of it. <laughs> I so. didn't mind a lot of them. There was one I had a very, very big problem with. Hey, let me Let me guess. Okay, is it the, probably gonna guess. Is it this tombstone pile driver off the sec off the second rope? Absolutely. <laughs> shouldn't, shouldn't he be dead? <laughs> he should not have moved he for should, the next yeah, minute no. and a half to three minutes. He should have. Yeah, that should have been the other. He should have sold the shit out of it while everybody else was yeah. cheering in the ring. I, I don't understand how that's not. A, yeah, it's, I was like, how is that possible? Like, this is the end of the match. You just did a, a, you did a tombstone pile driver. My television. No. Yeah. Not that. Just put him out. If yeah. you're gonna do that, have him just die. Right. Him <laughs> just die. Yeah. I do agree that you shouldn't have. Uh, the spot should have never happened hmm. because it should have been a finishing move. But also, MJF should have won that one as a heel. He shouldn't have been able to to pin. If you're trying to also push Sammy at the same time, right? He shouldn't have been able to pin Sammy clean. Which in the end he didn't. There was no, distractions. Right. right. That's what. Another running. But again, what do I know? <laughs> right. What uh, do I know? What do you know? Uh, so MJF gets the win as he should have gotten the win, but um, just, it, it was it, regardless of again the the runnings and and Jericho getting his ass kicked by Wardlow at the end there off the stage. <laughs> um, uh. What did you think? Speaking of Jericho, what did you think of him on the announced team this week? I didn't mind him. Okay, it's a lot of shouting. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of over Could that. Could have done without the shouting. I'm kind of over that. Yeah, I know that's the him. First couple weeks, I was like the first when he was on. What was that two three weeks in a row? Yeah, I was like, all right, I could come with it. There there were days he did good. There were days he sucked. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm glad that he's not on every week, obviously. Yes. But I think maybe just for a match would be okay. Mm. You don't have – he's in the main – your boy's in the main event. Right. You don't have to be on the entire the card. The entire card, right. <laughs> he could have done the last match, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, it's – and that's every time that he's been on the commentator table. He's always ended up somehow involved in – inner circle business which makes sense so knowing since that he's the leader since he's the leader and knowing that this is going to be the main event you knew that he was going to get involved somehow some way but uh yeah that was the entirety of the show <laughs> it was two yeah. hours of, of jericho um which i like him as a personality it's just on the commentator it's a lot of shouting <laughs> just it's so much shouting 
Yeah. So uh, there was that. Um, yeah. And so that was uh, that was last week. Uh, this week, like, like I mentioned, we have our very first uh, live on the road show. And uh, very excited to watch that. Uh, last but not least, we have... Um, uh, as I see my note here for uh, AEW returning to or AEW coming to New York City September 22nd um, AEWtext.com so NXT <laughs> there you Thank go you. just in case you weren't, we weren't aware just, just in case you weren't aware uh, NXT the Great American Bash um, I do like when they do pay-per-views on a regular Wednesday night uh, Tuesday, Tuesday I night, appreciated that they gave nod to Dusty Rhodes in the, in the beginning absolutely yes Yes. Uh, this entire episode was, I, I thought, really good. Um, I, I still want to know, first off, and we'll, we'll get to this, where this will be our, our last segment here. I do want to know why MSK keeps getting booed. I, it might be somewhat to the effect of why Drew McIntyre is eventually getting booed. Oh, so you're, you're predicting that when we get back, people will get back, they're going to boo him. Yes, absolutely. They're going to boo Drew. I don't think they're going to boo him. Yeah, they will. <laughs> Um, okay. I think MSK is being. I, I do like MSK. I love MSK. The, the versatility in their ring. In the ring, now they beat up my boys. You know that. Yes. So I don't like it. They did. But and they took the they took the spot away from my boys. They did. Which I didn't, I didn't appreciate either. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I don't understand why they're getting booed. Mm. Maybe people are starting to think that they're getting shoved down our throats. Could be. Okay. Not exactly too sure. Maybe mm-hmm. it was because they were going up against Tommaso Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher, who were way over. They're over. There was no way for you to have a, a clear heel in that match because of just how over Tommaso Ciampa is and will always be. Yeah. It's going to take a lot. Like Johnny Gargano could easily have just turned heel, and he did. Right. Tommaso Champ is different. There's that grit about him that everybody loves. So, I don't know. To answer your question in a long way, yes. I don't know why MSK. Is okay. <laughs> I, I still want to know why. I, it's every, people are still cheering him in, in the arena, but a lot of people were booing him, and I just booing them, and I didn't know what the deal was if I missed something. Um, so MSK defeating uh, Tommaso Champa and Timothy Thatcher, uh, retaining the tag, tag team titles. Uh, Samoa Joe named the guest referee for Karrion Cross versus Johnny Gargano next week on NXT uh, Tuesday night. Uh, Karrion Cross making mention of other belts that his dream is to dreams is to win the three things: win NXT title, main w- event WrestleMania, main event WrestleMania, and win a WWE title. So, so that's going to be soon. Yeah, that's, I, I feel like. Uh, you cannot split him up. I feel like Nikki. That's the point. I feel like Nikki Ash is uh, is a reason why they changed their name. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we knew that one was coming. Yeah, you can't split who up. Cross carrying cross with with his wife. Oh well, that she did. Well, speaking of his wife, um, and people dropping belts. So last week we also forgot to mention the fact that uh, uh, Bronson Reed had a match yes. with. Uh, Swerve Scott. Isaiah Swerve Scott. And lost the belt. And so we have a new North American champion. Yes. Funny enough, also, there were reports that Scarlett and uh, 
Bronson Reed had tryouts <laughs> for mm-hmm. uh, for the, the higher ups. So we may have some some cha- and and uh, I I don't know if did Carrying Cross also have. Yeah, he did. It was the the first reports that came out were Carrying Cross and Bronson Reed had gotten some dark matches on Raw and Raw main event. A main event, right? And uh, then it came out that Scarlett was going to get a tryout as well. Yeah, but you I, you just can't split them up. I right, so maybe that's why you, they she had the tryout. So put them in a storyline with Keith Lee and Medium. <laughs> Because where's reckoning? Where the hell is reckoning? That's that's the question I want to know right now. Uh, L.A. Knight. All right, I'm sorry about that one. <laughs> let's, let's keep going. L.A. Knight taking on Cameron Grimes uh, for the Million Dollar Championship and to the moon. And if Cameron Grimes, oh, he's going to the, the kitchen. There we go. <laughs> there nice. So happy you finished that. I had nothing on that. Going to the kitchen uh, because the stipulation was if Cameron Grimes loses. He will become LA Knight's butler, and of course, when you put a stipulation like that, I wish there was actual legal betting in wrestling, because I would have put everything I had, literally my life savings, on LA Knight. <laughs> I wish that he called him Virgil. <laughs> I so wish that he called him Virgil. I, so great. It would have been. Anyway, listen, it's, it's just, the storyline just started, so he just lost, Cameron Grimes did, so we're going to see next week... The, uh, and also, by the way, he's supposed to have a new name, uh, Cameron Grimes is. So he'll be debuting. The million Dollar Butler. He'll be debuting a new name uh, I believe that's next what it week. will be. Uh, so there's that. Let me ask you this. Sure. At what point did you realize that the Million Dollar Man gimmick was supposed to emulate Vince McMahon and that Virgil, his butler, was supposed to emulate Dusty Rhodes? Never. Really? Never got that. I heard that somewhere. I forgot where, but yeah, that's pretty much what it was. Really? Because Dusty's real name is Virgil. It's Virgil Runnels. So that was the whole thing. Huh. It all started back when Vince McMahon acquired, acquired now I don't know the name of the territory, but whatever territory, Smoky Mountain Wrestling? Georgia? Yeah, there mm-hmm. you go. Which was run by... Dusty Rhodes. Virgil. Yeah. Mm. So, that totally shocked me. I was like, you fucking kidding me? The more you know. makes so much sense. The more you know. Uh, Let's still call him Virgil. That'd be great. (laughs) Virgil Grimes. Virgil Virgil Grimes. Virgil Grimes. Straight to the kitchen. Uh, (laughs) Now, Ellie and I won that one. Um, uh, My, I think... Probably what I popped the hardest for was this match. Uh, not for the match itself, but what happened during it. Uh, we had, uh, for the NXT Women's Tag Team title, uh, Io Shirai and Zoe Stark taking on Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell. And for weeks and weeks and weeks, we were seeing a vignette with a battery that was being charged and just had numbers. Uh, it was, was kind of a la Chris Jericho uh, mm-hmm. during his uh, Y2J uh, intro. Um and the vignettes were for several weeks now just a battery that was had different numbers of percentage being charged. And right in the middle of this match, uh, the lights went out, and on the screen came up the battery. It was ninety nine, went to one hundred percent. The green and I thought the way the way they did it was very cool. It kind of faded from the back of the arena to the front with the green lights um, on, and then at the edge of the ramp stood the return of Tegan Knox. 
I was gonna I on the if we had recorded last week, I would have announced that that was gonna be a possibility the, of happening. I did read that the press return. Um, so yeah, I kind of popped I'm happy hard. though. Perfect I kind of, gimmick for her to come back to. Absolutely, yeah, no, absolutely. And I, I kind of popped hard because it, first of all, nobody in the arena seems to know who it was, and then even Beth Phoenix, like the the response from her was like, "Oh my God, it's Tegan Knox," but it was so delayed. Um, I want to make a quick amendment to what I said earlier. Please. I believe it was Jim Crockett Promotions. Okay, it was what Dusty worked for. Gotcha. And then and they, they acquired got bought out by. WWF. WWF. Right. Yes. The worldwide leader. <laughs> the worldwide leader in sports and stadium. People forget. There's that triple W. Um the and the F. Uh it hit hit row came out with some uh some bars. Uh, yeah, I don't know how that's gonna take to a live crowd. Um that's you know what? It, well you saw it. There was a live crowd. That's the that's the crowd. <laughs> it's not like NXT is going to go to uh, MSG. Like this is the crowd that they they were in front of a crowd, a packed house for them. Yeah, but it's not a normal. And you heard the response. It was kind of like okay. it was okay. kind of muted. If they were to get called up mm-hmm. as a faction, mm-hmm. how is that going to work in front of ten thousand people? I think it will work. You think so? Yeah. Uh, they're not going to Vince. There's no way in hell Vince would have it go that long, because that was just a special thing because he won the belt and they they needed to fill time. But I think a, a, a rapping faction like this. And by the way, um, uh, Top Dollar, who is uh, I forgot his real name, but he's on AJ Francis. Yeah, so AJ Francis is on. Do you ever watch that show on Annie? Uh, no, but I Treasures. Know he's on. The, he's on the Treasure Show. Yeah. So it's it's funny. It's funny seeing him like. Him talk on that show, and then him talk on NXT. It's like two totally different people. Um, he turns up the black on NXT. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> That's a good way to put it. <laughs> he really does. Uh, and then the main event was uh, Cole and O'Reilly 2. And speaking of which, man, it's just like, I think I think Cole and, I think Cole has taught Britt Baker how to be, the quintessential heel that, and I, I give him not that I give her give him total credit, but I give him a lot of credit in shaping who she is and how the character came from basically a jobber in the beginning of Dynamite to now being the champion. And this character, she's probably the most over female probably in wrestling uh, right now. But you could see her, you see her character in him, and vice versa is my is my point. Um, and when he gets into the the arena and he gets more of a pop than Kyle O'Reilly, who's the face, air quote, the face, there's something there. Um, and when he, he he claims himself to be the greatest NXT wrestler of all time, that might be a thing. So I'm just saying there, there's it was weird. It's always weird to see who's supposed to be, be cheered and who's supposed to be booed like it's like old school 80s wrestling. But um, we had these two go at it. And speaking of of just like the the. Uh, Owens and Zayn kind of like stiffness in their in their match. These two went at it and, and went at it hard. And uh, uh, O'Reilly took it last time, which means Cole had to take it this time. And sure enough, he did. And uh, we're, which also means that we're going to have a Cole O'Reilly three. <laughs> so we have the rubber match. But uh, it, it, just amazing stuff. And and the, also the Panama Sunrise, he he pulled up the Panama Sunrise outside and inside the ring, and I know it's I know it's protect he's protected 
O'Reilly is protected as far as the, the way he does the move outside the ring. But it still looks like, looks painful as shit. Yes, go ahead. Oh, say hi to Stephen. Hi, Stephen. Chris says hi. Can you smell? <laughs> In the middle of recording. In the middle of recording our show. We're live, aren't we? We are live, baby. This is this is being recorded as we speak. You need to know. Not He's got like nothing. The, uh, <laughs> you need to know, like in the uh, Julio Jones section, we are live right now. Yeah. We are live from the Sons of Slam podcast. Oh, look at the poll. Look at this. <laughs> you, you, you came in. Call in every week. You no, pl- have me call in. Please do. That would be awesome. Uh, have a, you came. Have a little stupid humor. You came in at the very tail end. We were just finished talking about. What are we up to right now? What's going on? We just finished. We just, hang on. Let me get you onto the. the uh, <laughs> That's the topic of the day is uh, uh, repeating WWE uh, uh, storylines, and we were just finished talking about Great American Bash. Can you hear that? I heard the uh, ass end of that about the Great American Bash. That's all, all right. I heard. Good. And, and repeating repeating storylines right. in, in Monday Night Raw. And the repeating storylines. What do you got to say about uh, those? It's the same shit on Mondays. It's garbage. You're garbage. <laughs> bring it out to the back. Bring it out, out to the back. <laughs> bring it back. Yeah. There you go. Pick it up back like old yeller. Like old yeller, shoot it dead. Yep. It's done. Uh, American Bash in Great show. Did not watch it live personally, but watched the highlights, read the storylines, did all the above. Great show. Great show. Very happy. Wednesday, Tuesdays and Wednesdays. It's the only nights of the week you need. There you go. Nothing else. <laughs> Get rid of it. Yeah, what, maybe like 20 minutes of Fridays. When the big dog is on the TV. There you go. The and Boogs, come on. And Boogs, come on, yes. Yeah. And Boogs, yes, yes. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't give, <laughs> give Boogs his credit. Uh, we are we're, we are excited for tonight uh, with AEW returning live uh, on the road. Absolutely. We got all big that. Show. Yeah. It's a big day for wrestling. It's back, baby. It's back. We are back. And we're not leaving. No, this is it. And we're looking forward we're to. We're not fucking leaving. We're not leaving. And we, <laughs> and we are looking forward to uh, not only getting our tickets for uh, for the sixth. What day was? That? I'm sorry. The uh, was that Wednesday for Dynamite? Twenty second. Twenty second. Yeah. So the twenty second and the the week before, which was the the fifth, the sixteenth, the fifteenth. I just want to let you guys know when we go to that show, we are getting on that big screen. We're gonna paint. Going, a, we're gonna paint our I'm stomachs, right? We're, we're wild while we were there. <laughs> Are we painting? Are we each going to paint a we're letter? Paint AEW. We're on our on our chest. Is that the deal? Paint ourselves. We will strip whatever we need to do. We are getting on that big screen. He's all, right, he is I, all I about it. I'll do this for you guys. I'll take the W because I know it's the biggest part. <laughs> That's fine. We'll do it. We'll there do we it. go. And then we'll throw Joe over the barricade, pretend like he's uh, invading. We'll yes, and and then just have someone just like clothesline him and security arrest him. Correct, and we'll just point and laugh. And we'll enjoy the rest of the show together. But then it's going to be an it's going to be an A and E. Like it's it, it's going to be A E. There will be no W. It's it's going to look weird. Yeah. <laughs> now it's going to look like a WWE invasion if you guys just have A and E. But um, psh. Wait, hold on. Uh, <laughs> I had that. That damn was it. funny. <laughs> Can you tell how much I'm laughing? <laughs> and on that note, real uh, original, real original. So, um, what's your predictions for tonight, boys? What do we have for tonight? Uh. What do we have for, for Cody's going to win. Who? Okay. Cody's going to win in the strap match. 
I forgot what else I is going on. I did forget what else is going on after Cody, if I'm being honest. What kind of host are you? I, I know. Well, by the way, I, uh, I one who doesn't have uh, all the stuff in front of him, like my <laughs> counterpart on the other end. I did. I did want to uh, also mention the fact that uh, at the end of which I totally forgot at the end of AEW uh, Dynamite, they had a awesome uh, uh, special thing that Cody and everybody said thank you to the fans and a little special tribute to uh, Brody Lee with the boots in the ring. I thought that was that was very cool. Um. So yeah, so looking forward to uh, tonight. Yeah, yeah, strap match. I'm all. I'm all about that. Let's let's do yeah. it. That was that's the big one. It's the strap match. Let's do it. Uh, that is it, everybody. Do you have you guys have anything else to say before we uh, head on out? Any last comments before I hang up on your ass? <laughs> uh, uh, let me think. Give me a second. Take your time. Take your time. Oh, did you guys see? I don't know if you guys saw us. Oh, I'm oh. So sorry. oh, what a dick move. I am so sorry. What a My finger slipped. <laughs> <laughs> what a dick move. He said, wow. Okay. Steven, Steven, I had nothing to do with that. I apologize. Uh, I, was, I was actually very intrigued by what he was about to say. Oh, Lord Jesus. I... <laughs> He's going to curse you out. He's going to listen to this later. <laughs> Guys, thank right. you so much for listening to us. Sons of Slam show is over and done. Uh, I was listening to this at the gym. I had a I had a rep this at the end of the show. Please hit us up on Twitter. Please let us know if you're if you're going to attend any of the live shows coming up. Uh, MSG SmackDown. Let me know. I I might get tickets for that. We're definitely getting tickets for AEW uh, coming in September to New York City, and uh, we already have our tickets for Newark, which happens to be the the week before, which is amazing. Um, and anything else uh, Raw or SmackDown uh, WWE related that you want to bitch and moan about that we will uh, cooperate, <laughs> let us know. Uh, and that is Sons of Slam show on Twitter. My name is Chris Mindell, Reaper, Joe Black. And for Steven, I will cl- kindly say that he also sends his regards. And uh, he's going to be pissed off at me, and I love him. He so. really is. Steven, I apologize. Peace out. Mob deep. Have you wild and out when you walk this drugs in your ear from the raw uncut? Have a nigga OD cause it's never Yo, enough. the P rock 40 inch cables, drinking white label. My chain hang down on my dick, my piece bang glass tables. Diamonds and guns before the fame, Duke. A nigga like me hold text. Are you the same too? Going through the emotions. A gun holding, long shotguns down my pants, leg limping. Killer B, you still living. Even my pops too, he taught me how to shoot when I was seven. I used to butt shots crazy, I couldn't even look because the loud sound used to scare me I love my pops for that I love my niggity black I take the life of anybody trying to change what's left And through all of that a nigga ain't scared of death All y'all brand new niggas just scared to death I spent too many nights sniffing coke getting right Wasting my life now I'm trying to make things right Grand open some gates Invest in the rag business Do things for the kids Build a jungle gym behind the crib So they can enjoy youth CBRs and VCRs ATVs and big screen TVs Nigga please Don't make me have to risk my freedom We worked our whole life for this You get your shit beaten Cause it's the real shit, shit to make them feel shit Lump them in the club shit, have you out and out when you bump this Drugs in your eardrum, the raw uncut Have a nigga OD cause it's never enough It go one, two, three to the fourth That nigga P-double got that shit for y'all The Sons of Slam Podcast <laughs>